What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about free speech and why it's essential to have in a society and why we need to constantly advocate for free speech. Um, So I'm going to start by reading the First Amendment, um, which says, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free, free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So, um, in the First Amendment, free speech is protected. Uh, The right to say uh, or express an opinion um, is protected by the Constitution, by by the First Amendment. Um, But if you look at it, if you look at our society today, you kind of see... Uh, free speech, um, getting confused with hate speech. So just to give an example, um, at the university level, um, there is a fear uh, by conservatives that if they express their own opinion about things, they'll receive negative feedback from either their professors or from their from their classmates, or... Um, or they just get get hate thrown at them just for having a different different opinion than than the rest of the crowd. Um, Sixty a survey was conducted conducted and sixty eight percent of conservatives feel that they or remain quiet about their beliefs because they feel that um, if they express their political beliefs they uh, they would feel um, or they would get negative feedback and um, or negative uh, just. A negative overall reaction from their professors and from their classmates um, and from the university as a whole uh, because conservative values are becoming less and less tolerated in universities um, as professors are are advocating for for socialism for for progressive ideology um, conservative values are kind of being washed down the toilet so we're flushed down the toilet not washed um, anyway um, so yeah, conservative values are, are kind of just disappearing entirely at the university level. And it's really important that we constantly advocate for the idea of free speech because it's getting confused with hate speech. Um, so if I, um, so as a Christian, um, I'm against homosexuality. Um, I think it's it's committed in scripture that a man should not have natural relations for a man and a, and a woman should not do the same or should not do the same for the for another woman. Um, so it's committed in scripture. And because of that, I cannot I cannot willingly support the LGBTQ mu- uh, movement. Um, and that's just because of my own personal convictions. If I went out and said that, um I would probably get some hate thrown at me. Uh, no, I, I know I would get some hate thrown at me because we live in a society now where if you have a different opinion from the mob, if you have a different opinion that's not progressive, not deemed progressive, you're instantly going to, you're automatically going to get some hate. And especially in our culture today where LGBTQ rights, uh, transgender rights, those are being constantly advocated for, pushed upon everyone, uh, it's being widely celebrated. If you go against the flow, you're you're guaranteed you're you're guaranteed gonna have have some flack, um, and that's just a, I just that's just a part of the society we live in today. Um, so, 
the right, I have the right to say I'm against homosexuality, um, but others would deem that as hate speech because I am not supporting the LGBTQ movement. I'm not supporting transgenders. I'm not supporting gays. Um, and I'm just, in their minds, I'm being non-progressive. I'm being hateful towards that group of people. And I'm, um, yeah, I'm just not, I'm just not aligning with their own personal beliefs and their own personal agenda. So I'm labeled as non-progressive, as hateful, as all of these other things. And that's, that's incorrect to say, that's wrong to say, because we live in a country where you can have your own opinion protected by the First Amendment. Um, that shouldn't be a problem where, where conservatives should are scared to express their own opinions about something, they're scared that they're going to be gunned down by other people. Um, and the same could be said by, by some, some liberals, like conservatives can sometimes be extremely rude. Uh, not as rude in my opinion as most leftists, but it, it happens. People on the right can be extremely rude and they don't really get their opinion across. They don't really have an argument in a peaceful way. They just tend to bash the other view, bash the, bash the opposition. So I'm against that personally. I think that it's possible for everyone to come together, uh, sort things out, not sort things out. Some with some people it can't, it just literally can't, it's, it's literally impossible, but I think it's not wrong to advocate for peaceful debates, for peaceful discussions, uh, in the in the political realm, I don't think it's wrong to say, you know what, I might disagree with you, but uh, I'm not gonna let that ruin my relationship with you. I'm not gonna let that. I'm not gonna let that make me treat you lower than than I am. Um, as Christians, we're called to love everyone. We're uh, we're called to love un- unbelievers. We're called to share the gospel. So, uh, I cannot because I cannot like bash someone because that goes against my conscience. I can't, I can't do that because I believe there's a better solution to that. And I believe that we're called to be an example to others. Um, And that starts with treating another person with respect, regardless of their political beliefs. Um, And I, I'm going to be honest, I can be guilty of automatically judging someone by their beliefs. Um, I can automatically get really angry at someone just from just from hearing their their political ideology or beliefs on certain on certain political uh, principles. Um, that being said, the the shift in our society from um, the belief that the founding principles that this country was built on um, has been successful and should be advocated for is kind of deviating to a more progressive um, outlook on society and outlook on on policy. Uh, capitalism is becoming increasingly uh, despised among millennials. Um, socialism uh, is becoming increasingly popular. And that, to me, is extremely concerning because socialism has destroyed so many countries around the world. Socialism leads to communism. Socialism is basically Marxism in disguise. Um, it always leads to communism. There's, there have been no exceptions. And, and people say, sidetrack right here. People say, uh, 
at the Nordic countries, those are cap or those are socialist countries. They're actually not because their markets uh, were built on free markets. Uh, all of those countries have a free market, so they're able to produce enough uh, in their economy to provide uh, welfare. Um, and that's where you, where millennials see, hey, these people these people have uh, welfare, uh, free welfare. Uh, the government is providing for them. Yes, but that happens because of a capitalistic society in these in these different countries. You know, they were able to fund these programs because they were built on a free market. Um, so yeah, next time someone says uh, the Nordic countries like Sweden, um, those are entirely socialist. Say actually, no, you're wrong. They were built on. Uh, they were built on a free market. They're not actually socialist countries. Um, it's kind of a mix of of welfare and and capitalism. Um, well, there's there's well, we're not going to get into all the technicalities of that. But back to the main point of socialism becoming increasingly popular in our society. Um, that's something to me that is very concerning. Um, and I think we need to constantly advocate for capitalism. I think we constantly need to keep fighting for a free market in our country because once that if that goes away uh say bernie sanders became president um freedom opportunity liberty uh the pursuit of happiness the pursuit of of the american dream that's all going that's all going away because there would be no opportunity in a socialistic country there will be no opportunity in a in a communist country that's basically what america would turn into it would turn into communism um, once you adopt socialism, it's over. Like the economy is gone entirely. Inflation goes up, debt goes up, um, and because of that, the people are in, are relying entirely on the government to supply all of their needs. And when you do that, there is absolutely no freedom. There's no opportunity. I'm, I sound like a broken record at this point, but you get the point. There's there's no hope to live a better life because you're you're the same as everyone else and if you want to live in a, in a socialist slash communist country i don't really understand why these millennials don't just move to another country like move to move to venezuela like that is the, that is bernie sanders um socialistic policies on display the, all of the policies that bernie sanders is as is advocating for uh free welfare free college uh, free healthcare, um, a really, really high minimum wage, all of that Venezuela adopted. And look at them now. They're one of the worst countries in the world. Their economy is in shambles. They're led by a bunch of tyrants. Um, there's no hope. There's no opportunity. People are fleeing Venezuela. Uh, check out um, Young Americans Against Socialism. There's a lot of, not a lot, but there's a few individuals that have testimonial videos on there, and they they describe what Venezuela was Venezuela is like and what it was like when they were when they lived there. Um, and there is also some articles, some some really good articles on Venezuela, um, and the current situation there, and the and the past situation that or the past events that led to socialism being adopted and led to uh, communism, really, um, uh, or. Move to Cuba. Uh, Cuba is has been led by dictators, um, and that's undeniable. People will say, "Well, they're actually they're actually benevolent towards their people." That's not true at all. Uh, again, look at the people that actually came from Cuba that came to America. Why why are they fleeing Cuba if it's so good in Cuba? 
why are they coming to the land of opportunity if it's so good in Cuba? Um, so next time a millennial says socialism could work, go tell them uh, or go ask them, why don't you, would you want to move to Venezuela? Would you want to move to Cuba? Uh, what do you think about the people that say socialism is terrible that flee these countries? Uh, what do you say about that? Uh, they're probably going to say, uh, well, socialism could work here. Uh, we can just do it differently. That's not true. Um, it's never been done correctly. The political theory does not work. It, had, it has never worked at all. Uh, never in the history of the world has it ever worked. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of sidetracked on that. Um, I was talking about, what was I talking about? Um, free speech. <laughs> uh, well, that, that relates to, to socialism. There's no free speech in a socialistic country. So, um, yes. So free speech is becoming... Uh, increasingly ambiguous uh, as it's being confused with hate speech. Uh, certain aspects, uh, well, certain ideologies, certain beliefs are being deemed as hate speech at the university level and uh, by the media and by Democrats. Um, if you're a Republican, chances are a lot of your views are going to be deemed as hate speech because you're not progressive. You're not uh, willing to go along with the mob instead. You're like, you know what? I know what's right. I know what's worked. I know the founding principles of this country. Uh, they've led to the creation of the most beautiful country in the world. Uh, there's a reason why uh, we have the most immigrant. Um, we have the most immigrants per year uh, in the entire world. There's a reason for that. There's a reason why people come here, and you don't have to look. It's, it's just really sad to me that people that people are just so ungrateful that they live here. Like, this is the greatest country in the world. You will, ne you will not find a country with greater opportunity here. And that's all because of capitalism. That's all because of, of how the Constitution revolves around the idea of freedom, around liberty, and around the pursuit of happiness. Um, and equality. That's something people tend to forget, too. Like, in the Constitution, it said that we are all created equally by God, um, or something along those lines. Um, so equality, opportunity, freedom, uh, freedom of religion, that's all encompassed in, in the Constitution. And why you would want to live in China compared to, compared to America, uh, I think the obvious choice for me is America because of capitalism, because of a free market, because of opportunity. You don't have any of that in China. There's none of that. Um, and for people to say, you know what? Capitalism isn't good enough for me. It's unfair. Um, I want socialism. Okay, go, go move to these other countries. Don't ruin our country. Don't ruin my country because you think your socialistic policies would work. Uh, they're not going to work. It's, yeah. So... We need to constantly advocate for free speech. We need to advocate for um, the equal, um, non-biased um, teaching of different political ideologies. And that starts at, in the school systems. That starts at the university level. Um, professors and teachers need to teach both, both views from the left and the right. And right now... Uh, the majority is only teaching leftist ideology. Uh, and that, that to me is a huge problem because our youth are 
basically being indoctrinated. Um, they're being taught that free speech, um, the free speech that conservatives advocate for and people on the right advocate for is hate speech because it's not progressive. Um, and that, to me, is very dangerous and, and very bad for our society because these kids are growing up with basically just complete hate towards towards certain beliefs. Um, and that's that's terrible because they're not being they're not even being taught conservative values from the first place. So they're just being taught leftist ideology. And when you're just being fed constantly leftist ideology, you're not going to be open to hear different beliefs. Um, and to me, that's a, that's a huge problem, and that needs to be fixed at the at the university level and in the school systems. Uh, and I think, I hope, um, if Trump gets reelected, I hope we're we're gonna take steps to to create a non-biased atmosphere uh, where leftist ideology and conserv- and and uh, right ideology is taught uh, equally. There's a balance, so kids can have the opportunity to choose for themselves instead of having a having all all these beliefs pushed on them um, right when they get into school um, so yeah that's just just my um, opinion on the current climate regarding free speech I think I think we're headed in a dangerous direction um, when you destroy free speech when you get rid of free speech uh, it leads to communism every single time. Uh, you look at every single country that is communist, uh, there is no free speech except for what the government deems as free speech. And right now, I see I see that we live in a country where certain beliefs are not are are just shunned and are silenced. And if we continue down that path, we could be headed in a very very bad direction. Uh, and to me, that's extremely concerning. Uh, so I think we need to constantly advocate for free speech. Um, I think it's extremely important. And that starts by fixing the school systems and by fixing the universities. And that's going to take a lot of work. Uh, I don't even know if it's possible at this point. We're so far. We've come so far. Um, just it's The university is basically a safe haven for for leftists like uh equal equal views or views from both sides are not being taught in the classroom um, or advocated for and uh that's evident by the fact that 68 percent of conservatives are afraid to share their own views Um, the statistics speak for themselves um, in that regard so yeah, uh, I guess that concludes my little monologue on free speech. Um, we sidetracked a lot there. <laughs> um, that, that's kind of what happens when I when I just start talking without any notes. Um, so yeah, this is done without any notes. I kind of just start talking. Um, and yeah, sometimes I can get on uh, rabbit trails. Uh, but hopefully that all made sense. Um, Hopefully you guys see how important free speech is and why we need to constantly advocate for free speech and and to not let the left uh, silence our our views. You need to stand up for your views. Um, That's extremely important. Uh, All right. um, Oh, oh yeah, one more thing. Um, I wrote an article on free speech and how it leads to communism. 
Uh, it should be coming. I don't. I haven't checked if it's if it's uh, come out yet. Um, but it should be coming out on FightSocialism.org on Young Americans Against Socialism's uh, webpage, uh, blog, whatever you want to call it. It should be coming out in a few days. I'll be posting it. Uh, go check it out. Um, I would really appreciate it if you read it. Uh, and then feedback, of course, uh, from that article and, of course, from this podcast is deeply appreciated. And sharing this podcast is also deeply uh, deeply appreciated. So um, if you enjoy it, please let me know. Uh, if you see things that could make it better, also let me know. DM me at uh, Keep Our Rights on Instagram. Uh, follow that account. Uh, DM me if you have any questions or if you want to talk or if you want to hear me talking about a certain certain topic. Uh, certain policies, certain belief. Uh, I want to get in some good. I want to get into uh, some some good stuff here. I want to talk more about capitalism and about socialism, and about free markets and about the importance of a free market and opportunity, freedom, liberty. I want to get into all of it. So, I'm really excited to do that. And uh, yeah, so your feedback is is very uh, very valuable to me. All right, so that that concludes. Um, that concludes this episode. Kind of a rabbit trail throughout the uh, multiple rabbit trails throughout the uh, the whole episode, but you guys are gonna have to deal with that. <laughs> That's just how my brain operates. Um, so yeah. All right. Thank you guys. See you next.